Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, welcome to episode 149 of my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We know about the importance of proper nutrition and exercise when it comes to building a healthy body. But did you know that your skin is the largest organ on your body and what you put on your skin can greatly affect your health? My next guest, Heather Mariana, is the creator of Beauty Kitchen, a plant-based at-home spa and skincare line with clean ingredients free of chemicals. During the interview, Heather will share her journey into making the Beauty Kitchen a highly reputable and recognizable brand. Her hand sanitizing and skincare products are flying off the shelves at a time when the FDA just banned 75 brands of hand sanitizers because of their toxic ingredients. Please make sure you don't have any of those brands in your homes. If you're looking for truly safe and natural products that's good for your skin and your health, look no further than Heather Mariana's Beauty Kitchen. Heather Mariana is the creator of Beauty Kitchen, a plant-based at-home spa and skincare line made with clean ingredients, free of chemicals, sulfates, and harsh parabens. Beauty Kitchen started in 2012 as a YouTube channel where Heather would demonstrate DIY beauty treatments using simple, all-natural ingredients found in most kitchens as a way of educating the masses about the importance of knowing what you're putting on your skin. The channel quickly garnered millions of views, and soon after the actual product line was born, Heather has appeared on over 85 national TV news segments demonstrating her all-natural and easy-to-do at-home beauty treatments. She was recently named the Nevada Female Leader, Making Moves in the West. She was also named an inspirational female executive to follow by the LuxurySpot.com magazine. I'm very pleased to have Heather Mariana on my Six Weeks to Fitness podcast. Heather, how are you? Good. How are you? Just staying, staying as well as I can during these crazy times. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know. I know. It's been crazy. You know, I've had the benefit of having fitness and nutrition experts on my show, athletes and celebrities, but never a nationally recognized beauty expert. How does it feel to have all that notoriety? It feels great. You know, I started a beauty kitchen in my garage and I never thought, you know, nine years later I'd be where I'm at, but you just have to keep on trucking along, you know? So I, I feel like I have a, a lot more things to do, but I'm really happy for as far as I've come because, you know, it's a journey, not a sprint, right? Exactly. Exactly. But before we get into your company a little bit, the beauty kitchen and, and what you do to stay in shape, because I know you work out too. Oh, I, all the time, like a crazy scene. It really helps, especially during this time that we're in right now. I think everybody should be hitting the gym way more. <laughs> Most definitely. So let's talk a little about your personal life first, though, okay? Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Let, let's get personal, just between you and me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where were you born, and who was Heather Mariana's role models as a child? 
I was born in San Diego, and I grew up in Coronado. My grandmother was definitely my role model. She actually raised me. My parents were extremely young. So, um, yeah, so um, she was pretty much like my mom, dad, my grandma, my grandpa, everything. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I love San Diego. The weather's beautiful, the environment. So you moved, you left San Diego to go to Vegas? No, I actually um, left there to go to Indiana for college. I went to the University of Indianapolis. And um, after graduating from there, I started a few businesses, um, staffing agencies, some retail stores. And then I actually ended up in Vegas 10 years ago because a headhunter called me and um, I got offered this amazing, crazy position. I was the head of marketing for a consulting firm and I couldn't not take it. I mean, they were going to pay for my move. They were, and I was like, you know, I kind of want to get out of Indiana. Like, I don't even know why I'm still here, you know? (laughs) So I, yeah. So I like shut my retail stores down, um, donated a ton of the stuff, um, you know, to different women's shelters, doggy shelters and stuff. And I just moved. I mean, I left and my assistant moved into my house in Indiana and packed everything up. I literally came to Vegas with my two dogs and six suitcases. Ah, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I went back and forth over the year to like sell furniture and uh, get my other car moved here and just all that jazz. But yeah, it was it was probably the best thing that that I could do because I think when you know people are always so afraid to step out of their comfort zone, and I was really comfortable there. Like I knew I had all my friends from college still, you know, but we were doing the same repetitive stuff. You know what I mean? And I think for me to get out of there and just like kind of move somewhere where I knew no one, dive into a new job, and and all that really just help me get back to like my creative juices and just really get like more centered because I really had to like focus on me because I was the only person I knew here. (laughs) No one else in Vegas, but you. Uh, No, I, when I moved here, I knew one girl that lived here and she's actually still really one of my good friends. Um, She, I met her through my job because I would travel to Vegas because I was doing consulting for casinos and um, I, that was the only person. Yeah. That was the only person. Yeah. That took a lot. That took a lot to do. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And then when I decided that, you know, after a couple of years of working that job that I didn't really want to work in corporate again, you know, like I, everyone thinks it's so great, you know, get your paycheck, go home. But you know, when you're VP of marketing, you're still working like it's your own business. So when I quit that job, I, I was, you know, I found my way back to entrepreneurship with Beauty Kitchen. So that, that was great. And I, and I got to start it here and I got to start fresh. So that was Excellent. wonderful. Excellent. Now, the next few questions I have is actually from my listeners. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, with your drive and ambition, you could have done a million things. What inspired you to get into the skincare business and totally focus on creating natural products? Well, that is, I have the best and most truthful answer. Okay, so when I quit my corporate job in Vegas, um, and this is actually how it happened. So I didn't work for like six months. I was still getting paid some commissions, you know, on old things that I did for the job. And so I was like, okay, I can sit for a little bit, right? But what do I want to do? And I started calling all my friends. 
that I knew from back home. And they were like, Heather, you need to make that skincare stuff that you used to make. Cause I used to make it for fun for my friends. Huh. And like, literally, like I, w- I remember I was on vacation. I think we were like in Africa or something. And I was like, I was like, girl, your face is so broke out. I was like, I can fix it if you just let me do this. And my friend was like, what are you even talking about? So we went went down to the kitchen. I got like grapefruit, sugar, like all this stuff. Because I just have always been interested in like plants and, you know, healing naturally and spiritually and all that throughout my whole life. And like and so I we went down there and her face was cleared up in like two days and then like I had other situations like that yeah and so um my friends were like you need to just do that you made the best soap and you made them and I was like um I don't know it's like you know really saturated like I don't know like who's gonna care you know (laughs) and and I did so I started on YouTube just showing people how to do stuff like if you go to YouTube I have so many recipes and it's such a great resource for people because especially during this quarantine time, it's like, Hey, might as well learn how to make some sugar scrubs and face masks, you know, bath bombs, how to make bath bombs with your kids, you know? So, and then I started getting all those views and then it just went from one product to one product. And then I started taking more classes and becoming, you know, certified herbalist and more, intense formulations and so now I can do like really cool masks and astringents and I just love it yeah and our stuff really works I'll have to send you some stuff like it's it's literally the simplest ingredients and it makes such a difference really yeah I'll send you some stuff make sure you email me your address okay we'll we'll do I'll, I'll get send it over to Lindsay yeah for sure did all your success really start from a YouTube channel? Yeah, actually, I mean, I got a lot of views on there and I, and I, and people were like messaging me and like, this was like back in like 2012. And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to do YouTube videos and make a bunch of money. But then I was like, okay, this is like a lot of work. Like, and I really didn't like it. You know, I was like, I have to shoot like nine videos today. And then I have to, you know, like all this stuff. And I, I love doing live TV and stuff, but it was just, I'm not like a content creator, you know, like I couldn't, like, I'm just not that person. So I just started thinking more of like the, you know, the business side of it, like, okay, I have all these people and, you know, I started getting asked to go on the local news and stuff to show recipes. And I was like, maybe I should start with like soaps and bath bombs and simple things. And I did. And then, you know, like I said, it's progressed into like, you know, our three-step acne kit, you know, our nature bundle. I mean, I created a chemical-free bug spray that uh, we have so many celebrity fans. It's actually at Jared Leto's Camp Mars in Malibu every year. And he loves the product and, you know, all his Camp Mars attendees love it. It it really works. And like, if you're a hiker, like you live in a mosquito area, I mean, it's the best stuff. And so just like learning how to create more things and that's the content I want to create is like products, you know, not sit in front of a TV all day. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's great. Does your, does your products also cater to people with sensitive skin? Oh, actually our, I think honestly, I can say this like wholeheartedly. Um, the products, I, I feel like everybody can use them. I really do. Um, and if you go to our website, um, there's only a few 
a product like our honey and oats mask. It, if you have extra sensitive skin, I wouldn't try it or patch test because it has oat straw in it, which can be kind of, kind of strong. But I have pretty sensitive skin and I haven't had any issues with it and neither have any of my other clients. But what's really cool about our website is we have like how to use all the ingredients, skin, you know, um, what this is best for under every single product. So you can really search and find um, what works mm -hmm. for your skin. Yeah. Because people can have allergies to natural things. You know, I've got um, a client that uses our blemish blaster scrub but she's allergic to lavender. So we make the whole vat of scrub and then we'll pull out like 40 ounces for her because she buys it in bulk because it really helps her skin. With And then we add the lavender to the rest of the batch. So yeah, you can really be allergic to, you know, anything, you know, it doesn't have to be like a chemical. Well, the user will know exactly what's in the product. Oh, of course. Yeah. Every single ingredient is listed and we have... I would say 90% of our products are vegan. You know, we have a few honey things, you know, obviously that's not vegan. Yeah. yeah uh, you know, uh, gluten-free, all kinds of stuff. So the, if, if you are a person that really like I am, that really watches what I eat and all that kind of stuff, um, you should really start thinking about what you're putting on your skin too. You know, the FDA just banned 75 brands of hand sanitizer. I didn't know that. They banned 75 brands. brands. Yep, of hand sanitizers. Definitely, you know, look it up. And I'm glad I'm saying this on, on your podcast because I want your your um, listeners to look that up too. Because, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff. Because you know, with COVID, people started making hand sanitizer out of like alcohol, you know, like a uh, vodka and stuff. And it has this. Oh yeah. Yeah, and it it does. It's not good for you. It has a very bad toxic chemical in it. And it's like a methylparaben. We just did a huge thing. Um, huge e-blast on it this weekend um, because it, it's a byproduct of like how they're making it, you know? So yeah, 75 brands. So really watch that. Ours is aloe based and it, it's so moisturizing. So it's, and ours is more expensive, but Hey, you get what you pay for, you know? Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yours may cost a little more, but it's also, but it's better for yeah, you. Yeah. Right? And it's not going to dry your hands out and all that kind of stuff. Right, because because we know there are other companies that have natural products out there, right? Yeah. What makes yours so much better than theirs? I think mine is better. Obviously, I own the manufacturing where it's all made. So I see everything that we're putting in. Um, we're not in any big box retailers. And the reason why we're not in Target and Sephora and stuff like that, because I've been approached by Whole Foods and all kinds of people. I can't send my products to a warehouse and where it's going to sit for six months before it gets distributed to all these stores. You know, we're in over a thousand small boutiques. Uh, we wholesale to spas, salons. We allow people to order small amounts, see what sells, reorder. I, I can't have my product sitting like that because I'm not going to risk my ingredients to put a preservative in. So uh, when, you know, when you go to Whole Foods and, and you look at their natural products, well, they're not so natural. You know what I mean? It's like, you could look at the ingredients because they have to put something in there. Otherwise it can't sit on the shelf like that. It just can't. That's the difference. Yeah. So I, I prefer to sell to smaller boutiques because I own three stores myself and we sell more than skincare. So 
I love the fact that I can buy products, you know, facial rollers and tools and things from other makers and help stock my store. And I want to help people do that with my stuff and not have them have to buy like a ton of product. And they know that it's going to be fresh when it hits their store. Can men use any of your skincare products? Absolutely. Um, I actually, I, I was actually just visiting one of my friends in Atlanta and I, I left a bunch of stuff in his guest bathroom and he was like, Hey, um, so I started using your stuff and <laughs> I'm obsessed. And I was like laughing so hard and he like made me this testimonial <laughs> video. It was so cute. But yeah, so we have so many things for men, charcoal masks. We have uh, black soap. Our soap is so good for men. Uh, astringent, um, rose water. Guys can use rose water. I mean, cucumber mist. I mean, there's tons. Our sugar scrubs are really, really, really good for all skin. Male, female, we all have the same skin. So um, a lot of the guys really like the sugar scrubs. And we have some like lemongrass sage, um, lavender, um, black tie affair. So we have some more men's, you know, scented scrubs. But my friend in Atlanta, he actually um, has been using the watermelon one, and that's what he requested that I send him. So <laughs> whatever scent you really? like, yeah, we, we, we have it. And scrubs work for everybody, especially um, as you get older. I have a lot of older women clients, and, you know, their skin, you know, when you get, like, into your, like, 60s, you know, it starts to get, like, you know, really dry. And so um, they said that it's been a life changer. And I, I've actually had some of them say, my husband can't stop touching me now. I love you. Thank you so much for, like, making this. Because, you know, their skin is just so great. And I'm like, I love it, you know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good thing. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, there's so many things that you buy and at the store and then you put it on and then you're like, Oh, I feel soft now. But then like a couple hours later, you're like back dry again. Our scrubs. I really like You don't need to use any lotion after. And that's like a promise that I make because it's so good and it doesn't leave your skin greasy. Yeah. I can't wait for you to try it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to and show my listeners <laughs> you have love to. to try this out. <laughs> this sounds really, this sounds really good. I'm really impressed with this, you know? Yeah. I really thank am. you. Uh-huh. You are a very successful businesswoman, and no one can dispute that. <laughs> do you believe in giving back to those less fortunate? And if you do, in, which, in what ways do you do that? Oh, my gosh. I love this question. Okay, so um, I have gone twice. I, first of all, I give back a lot in the community. Um, our Boulder City uh, store station is in Boulder City, Nevada, and it's where our factories are, too, and it's a very small community. So um, any any charity stuff anybody in the town needs, I always do it. I'm giving a bunch of gallons of hand sanitizer to the school on Monday um, to get them ready. But my main thing and what I love to talk about, and I'm so upset my trip got canceled because of COVID, I have gone twice. Uh, for a month at a time, um, Kenya first, and then I went to Tanzania. I love volunteering nice. in Africa. It is wow. my jam. I love, there's a blog about it too on my website. Um, I love it. The people there are the most amazing people. The kids are so smart. Like I can't talk about it enough. Um, so I, I, I could, I went and I volunteered. I stayed in the village for a month. Like we only could shower like once a week. Um, but really? yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> literally like it was I was like, Oh, pretty disgusting, you know? Um, and there was a washer and dryer where we were staying, so we did get to have our clothes washed, but um we had to be really mindful of like we couldn't change like, you know, two or three times a day, obviously. Um, but it was great. It was I can't wait to go back. Like it's my thing. And I think once this company really makes it big, I I think I'll be probably spending a lot more time there. And if anybody, if you haven't gone and anybody listening has been thinking about going somewhere, going to Africa, definitely do some volunteering when you're over there. But I mean, the whole continent, I was like, every single country I've been to is just magical. You know, it really is. It's a magical place. It's life changing. When I came back from my first trip, I was never the same. And you stayed there for a month? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what was really interesting, too? Um, and I love telling the story. So, you know, here I am in the village. I have an interpreter, you know, and I'm just right. chatting with the ladies. And, you know, they live in these like huts, you know, and stuff. And and this one lady was yelling at this other lady one day. And I was like, what's going on? You know, what's the gossip? And they were like, well, apparently her daughter tried to sleep with her husband. And I was like, what? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what? And it just reminds you how small the world is and how we all yes. have the same freaking problems. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like she might be, yelling, you know, that her daughter got like kicked out of the village and all this stuff. And then this one other lady told me she didn't like her neighbor because she thought she was a witch. <laughs> and it was oh, just man. like, oh, yeah. It, and, these, and we're talking like, this is like, you know, a, a village, you know? And I, I mean, I just loved it because it just really makes you realize how we're all the same. You know what I mean? Everybody's got the same problems, whether you're living in a hut or a mansion in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You find out people are people everywhere, right? The same. Oh, my God. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it, it was so great. And it was just so like, you know, it just changes your mindset on so many things. I'm right. Wow. That is incredible. What yeah. a story. What a story. Now, in, in light of what's going on with COVID, how are you giving back during the COVID-19 pandemic? Well, um, we have been donating tons of hand sanitizers. Um, we also made 200, I think it was 200 or 250 essential worker boxes. They were worth um, $200 a piece products. I pulled in um, my friend who owns a spa and she did, um, she was closed at the time, but she gave a $100 gift card for each box so that after like, you know, when the nurses or whatever could take a day off or whatever, they want to come in, have a facial massage. Um, we did hand sanitizer, uh, water, reusable water bottles, it, our, it's essential cleaner. Um, there was uh, products in there, a gift card to use on the website so they could shop whatever they wanted. Collagen eye gels for those late nights. Yeah, so we handed those out. Um, and it was great. And man, you can go see the videos on uh, Beauty Kitchen Junkie Instagram. It was really awesome because I was like, are people really going to come get these? And we were posting it and it was just like we were swamped and I loved it. I have like a nonprofit organization myself, so I can appreciate what you're doing. Yeah, and you said yours was for children, right? Children, yes, for children. Yeah, if you ever need any fun kids products or anything for any event that you're doing or, or you know, if you want me to donate, like, a bunch of hand sanitizers for back to school, I don't know if there pe people are going back to school where you're at, but you just shoot Lindsay an email and we'll make it happen. I'm more than happy to do that. Okay, great. They're still trying to decide what that's going to look like in September. <laughs> 
I know, same here. Private schools are going back, but public isn't. It's such a mess. <laughs> Nobody knows what's going on. It's, it's, it's crazy. But how has COVID impacted your business? Well, um, first off, it has impacted my business in ways that I didn't even think it would, but it also made me extra resourceful. So um, bottles, right? You know, yes. plastic bottles, easy. Go online, order, you know, thousands. You know, they're right. there in a week. Uh, there's a nationwide bottle shortage right now. Really? <laughs> like, really? yeah. I'm that. trying. Yes. I'm doing a collaboration with my friend, DeAndre Sanders, Deon Sanders' daughter. Yes. And she really wants black bottles. And I'm like, we can't find them. I'm like, so sorry, you know. So we decided on a clear black label gold lid. But we have to, like, work with what we have. But it's also made me extra resourceful because my assistant, um, who moved here in January from New York right before COVID hit, he, um, he's he been, you know, searching online with overseas, like, bottle manufacturers. So I actually have a really good uh, bottle manufacturer now. But the deal is I have to order 20000 so it costs me more. But I'm also learning how much I was getting ripped off by these United States companies. So, really? So, really? Yeah, it's made me, yeah, it's made me resourceful. It's made us, um, you know, it was really hard to get a lot of things. Um, you know, we didn't know we were going to be open or not. We had a lot of hand sanitizer sales. Now we don't. You know what I mean? It's, it's up and down. And, you know, I... In the midst of this, I opened um, a pop-up shops in my friend, uh, my friend's dry bar. She has two dry bars, and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and our sales there absolutely sucked. But I'm going to stick it out, you know, because they can only do half capacity because it's a salon and all that, and just hoping for better days on like the retail end, you know. Yes, yes, retail has been impacted tremendously. I know. Oh my God! There's so many stores that are filing bankruptcy and closing. I mean, I can't. I can't even imagine like what Fifth Avenue looks like in Chicago or Michigan Avenue. You know? Yeah, yes. Even oh New my York. God. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, all those stores. I mean, that are like iconic stores. It's it's terrible. But I think also people are saving their money more. You know, like That's I'm true. looking at what I'm spending. You know, yes. and I'm like, I don't, I don't need that. Like I was, I went to eat yesterday with my friend, and I was like. I was at this really cool outdoor mall and I usually like walk into Victoria's Secret or Anthropology or something. And I was like, Heather, you don't need anything. And I just left and went to my car. You know, I'm like, <laughs> no. like I, I'm not even, it's like, you got to save, save, save right now, everybody, because you don't know what's going to happen. I know. It's amazing. But what percentage of your business is online as opposed to brick and mortar? Um, I'd say we're probably 10% brick and mortar, 90% online. We do a ton of wholesaling. Like I told you, we're in over like a thousand boutiques. Um, yeah. So a lot of, we do a lot of wholesale and I love it. And I do a lot of private label. Like if somebody wants to put their name on one of our products, I, um, yeah. And if your listeners are interested in, you know, starting their own brand, I I can help them for the, for cheap because I have, really built this brand with nothing. So, um, so yeah, I just got a new private label client yesterday. Yeah. So I'm, and people have always asked me to like, what is it like? You want somebody else to take credit for your work? I'm like, listen, it's all skincare. You know what I mean? We're all, if if I'm not going to do it, somebody else is going to do it. And yeah, so we do private label. We do a lot of private label hand sanitizers and 
stuff like that. Yeah. So if anybody's interested in having anything, let me know. That yeah, that, that is definitely something to think about <laughs> on this end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got a lot of girls that are doing the chaotic skin spray because of the mask need, and they're labeling it their brand, and then they're also selling masks. Really? So that's a great idea for anybody listening. Yeah, they're making a killing. Hmm, I'm going to spread that word out to other ladies out there. Yeah, thank you. That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity. (laughs) Private labeling. Come on now. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and we do very low minimums. I'm not a crazy, like, oh, you have to order 500. No way. Like, what if you don't sell 500? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Now, what advice would you give a young girl who wants to be the next Heather Mariana? Stay at it. Um, don't be afraid to like have a total emotional breakdowns because it's not uh-huh. easy and you just have to stay at it. And I know that everyone says that, but like, stay at it, be a very, um, be a leader when you do start to hire people. Um, also, um, you know, you've got to be versatile, you know, you've got to think outside the box, you know, just like when COVID hit, I was like, great. So we had been selling hand sanitizers for years and uh, nobody gave a crap. And then all of a huh. sudden our sales went through the roof, you know? Yes. And I ran, I hurried up and got every single supply that I needed to make that stuff. And I'm glad I did because uh, it, it was hard to get for a while. So you've got to be versatile, think outside the box. Don't be afraid to ask for advice. I mean, if anybody that's listening wants to email me d- directly through my website or it's my email's very easy. It's my name at Yahoo. Um, email me. I, I'm happy to give advice. I do it every single day. I have people email me and I'm like, listen, you got to do this. You got to do this. I, I, I'm more than happy to do it because people have helped me along the way and yes. you got to pay it forward, you know? Oh, most definitely. So you're not worried about competition. Like, oh, if I tell you, if I tell you the answer, you maybe you might be my next uh, competitor. You're not worried about that. No, I'm not worried about it. Cause I stay in my lane. I'm pretty much a, like, work, go home. I like to travel. So that's when I have my fun. I like to go to LA a lot. Um, even during COVID, it's been cool to go to LA cause you know, nobody's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is nice. Um, but no, I'm not, I just kind of stay in my lane. You know what I mean? If, if, if I can help somebody like people have helped me, I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. And you know, if any of my private label people, you know, sell thousands of their products. I mean, I'm going to be proud of them because they're going to have to come back and order from me, oh, you know? That's so exactly we right. all make money. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. We're all here to help. I love yeah. it. I love it. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about my favorite topic, which is fitness. Oh, I love <laughs> fitness too. Yes, yes, yes. Now I know you exercise um, on a daily basis, correct? I do. Right. Yeah. And now with the gyms being closed, where do you get your workouts? What do you do and where do you get your workouts? Well, um, the gym, the gyms were closed here. So I would do a lot of stuff at home. My assistant that is, lives with me he actually bought a really nice elliptical. So we were using that um, while stuff was closed. And I had a Pilates trainer come to my office okay, yes, <laughs> five days okay. a week because she, she had to close her Pilates studio down and um i used to go to her studio so i said hey you want to just come over here and i'll just pay you i'm not going to pay you the same amount you know but let's work a deal here so she was doing that at my office for a while and then one of my friends um holly she opened a gym here called hot works and she was open a whopping three weeks before we got shut down from covid Uh, 
But um, I know she's reopened now and I go there all the time because um, it's, it's a sauna. So you work out in a sauna and you have like your own sauna. Well, you have your own now because of COVID, which I'm loving. Um, but yeah, so I go work out there every day. Um, well, not every day. Maybe I try to go like five days a week. And then I just put a kettlebell in my room because I thought I'm going to do squats while I watch TV at night instead of being lazy in my bed. You know? So. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So you get some weight yeah. training in too. Good for you. Yeah, I like to, I, I'm actually trying to eat a lot more right now and kind of put on some weight because I lost a little too much weight with all the stress from everything this the beginning of this year, you know, with everything happening. So I'm, I'm trying to shovel the food in now because, you know, I don't like it when I'm skinny. Nobody likes, nobody likes that look. <laughs> oh, okay. But now, 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 that you, now that you mentioned food, let's talk about, mm-hmm. let's talk about nutrition now. Now you're shoveling the food in, but what kind of food are you shoveling into your mouth? Oh, I will tell. I have some great recipes. I got all these uh, cookbooks uh, for meal prep. And what I've been doing is I go to this chicken place and I get these chicken bowls and I get one teriyaki because my chihuahua likes it. Like Uh. he's obsessed with it now. So that's all he'll eat. Um, So I get one teriyaki for him, but then I get mine plain chicken, brown rice, veggies on the side. And then I make these bowls where I do, like, yogurt, corn, black beans, like, some spices, and then the chicken and the brown rice, and it's so good. And then I put salsa on top of it. Um, I did spinach artichoke. Well, I can't take the credit for it. My assistant actually made it out of our cookbook, spinach artichoke soup from scratch, which was really good. Um, And then um, I do, like, I'll do, like, steak, broccoli, um, I try to eat really healthy. I eat a lot of sushi too. You do? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But now, do you believe that eating healthy has an impact on your skin? Oh, I think so for sure. Um, I mean, I don't believe in those myths of chocolate. You eat candy bars and you're going to break out. But I think um, being healthy in general, like exercising, what you're eating, you've got to drink a lot of water. Um, it really affects not only your skin, but your general mood, you know, because I know when I eat crappy, because I had a friend come in town for two days and we stayed up at the JW Marriott and, and we were by the pool and I literally ate like a foot long hot dog. I'm not kidding you. And then I ate a really crappy salad. Mm like iceberg lettuce, you know what I mean? Like the ranch and the like packet, you know, it was so bad. And my stomach hurt for two days and I felt like crap and I wasn't in a good mood, you know? So I think it's all around, you know, it's like the triangle of health, exercise, eat, get your sleep, you know? Exactly. So what you eat determines how you feel as well as how you look. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I know like, if I go out and I drink, which I have stopped drinking a hunt, like totally, which is the best move ever. Cause it just doesn't, and you just feel like shit the next day. So what's the point? So, uh, I would feel like puffy, you know what I mean? And like, like my, like my skin looked like, like nasty, like, you know, like just ruddy looking, you know? And so I, I think everything affects it, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And since you're dealing with like skincare products and your skin is your largest um, organ on your body. Yeah, and it, it yeah absorbs whatever you put in your skin absorbs into your bloodstream in like five seconds. So you know you're putting chemical hand sanitizer on. Well, think about that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent, excellent. Now, what are your fitness goals? Uh, my fitness goal right now is I want to go, like, as my trainer told me, like, into a bulking phase. You know, uh-huh. like, I want to eat a lot, and I want to keep working out, you know. I want to put on a good, and my, which this would be great because I've done it before, because uh, I'm, I'm way too thin now. I'm, like, 109, and I was, like, 127, but I was, like, really, really fit, and I'd like to get back to that. And I'm 5'2", and it really, it looks good on me. And, you know, and I was wearing the same clothes that I'm wearing now, you know, but I was just fitter, you know, so... I'd like to get back about around like that. I just have to really get focused and work out and keep eating the food. Because when I get stressed, I don't eat, and then I get skinny, and I don't like it. Ah. <laughs> what about the weight training, though? Because I think that would help you put on a few additional muscles. Yeah, I've been doing weight training, and I, and I need to stop, I think, doing the hot sauna cycle because I'm just burning, cat like, so many calories. So I need to switch it up a bit and do more weights, which is why I put like that kettlebell and stuff in my room. Cause I was like, why not do like an extra 30 minutes of weights, you know, and do a different body part every night or something, you know? But um, that's what I was doing when I bulked up like that. And I was eating all the really good food and stuff. And I did all weights with this guy, Mike. I mean, he was a little talkative as a trainer, but I mean, my body never looked better. And I'm 42 <laughs> years old. And I was like, damn, I look, I, this was like two years ago. I was like, no, four years ago. I was like, wow, I look really good. I like the way I look, you know, but I, it's all about discipline too. Like you got to just go. <laughs> you, you have to <laughs> tell my listeners, where can they find out more about you? You can go to beautykitchen.net. Uh, that is our main website where we have all of our press links. I, oh, you can read my Africa blog there, which is really awesome. Um, I love that blog. Nice. Um, <laughs> and um, you can uh, shop the products there, um, whatever you want to do. There's all kinds of resources, too. Or you could go to just Heather Mariana on YouTube or Facebook. And, um, yeah, and you can see all those videos on YouTube and, you know, Get inspired to make some masks or something if you're stuck at home. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, don't oh, go man. spend thirty dollars on one when you can make it out. You can make fresh stuff like with avocados and all that stuff. You know, like I love it when I go to these health food stores and they're like fresh avocado mask. I'm like, oh really? And it's in a box? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, it is not. <laughs> I get so angry. I know. It was actually a funny story. I was actually at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's one day. No, CVS with my assistant. And this lady was looking at essential oils and she had a spray bottle, empty spray bottle in her hand. And I go, excuse me, are you going to make a natural cleaner? And she was like, yeah. And I go, well, you need to use this, this, and this. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So funny. funny. I'm like, I'm just on in everybody's business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one quick, one quick question about um, the TV show Shark Tank. Yeah, have you ever watched that show? I have, and they've actually asked me to be on there twice. That That's my question to you. Really? What happened? Yeah. I I just don't think it's for me. Um, I, I, I have um, I have private investors with my company already, and I don't really need – I don't know. I'm, plus, I feel like if they don't like you, they will tear you up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go on there and then be like, your product stinks. You uh, suck. 
I'm exactly. not giving you a deal. Get out of here. You know. <laughs> that is funny. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I don't, I'd be too scared. <laughs> but other types of business reality shows, I would definitely do, like something like The Apprentice or something like that. I would definitely be into. But, um, but yeah, I don't want some. I don't, I don't know. I'm just a little scared of Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I was thinking about that guy. Oh <laughs> uh, no, he's always. He's always with the licensing deals. I'll give you a five first. Exactly. 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 That's funny. I know, right? Yeah. Heather Mariana, on behalf of Body Scope of New York and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Uh, thank you for having me and make sure you get me your address so I can get you some great products. And if you ever want to do a giveaway with your listeners or something, let me know too. We can do that too. A COVID giveaway or something. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds good, Heather. You're, you're great. I do, I do appreciate you. And for my listeners, I truly hope this program was informative and encouraging and inspiring and that you will continue tuning in to our Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the show, please leave them on my Six Weeks of Fitness blog at www.sixweeksoffitness.com or email me at vince at sixweeks.com. Take care. Bye-bye.